Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic. You know, my guest today is a beautiful and talented actress and dancer whose work can be seen in such films as Bromates, The Amityville Moon, and the brand new horror film by Neon Noir, Garden of Eden. Please welcome to the show, Sarah Poletnak. Sarah, thank you so much for doing this. Hi! <laughs> I'm so happy to be here and be talking to you. I am so honored to have you. And by the way, we were talking, you know, before we went on air, and I told Sarah she needs to get into voiceover work. For those of you listening, am I right or am I right? Well, thank you. I'm excited to hear, hear, the, hear the results. Hear the poll, yes. <laughs> So, Sarah, i got to ask the basics here. Where did you grow up, and what kind of a kid were you? Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> I, I grew up in Las Vegas, Nevada. Um, so not too cool. Not L.A., where I live now. Yes. I grew up desert kid, for sure. Um, I thought I was, like, a really normal kid until I became <laughs> an adult. And then I realized that I was just super awkward. Super weird. <laughs> we all Super were. Cool. All of us artists were. <laughs> but no, I was I was a very quiet kid. Um I always loved to perform because that was my that was my way to speak. Um I you know, I started with dance and that was that was such a great avenue for me because I was always scared to open my voice as a kid. Mm-hmm. I was so scared to like even talk in class. So dancing was the first thing I really like it gave me like a way to to say what I wanted to say without actually having to do that. So, yeah, kind of a weird kid, but very dedicated. Uh, very, very, um, very dedicated. <laughs> I, <would say> that. <laughs> I spent like I spent every single day after school in the dance studio. Uh, just like woke up. I, woke up dancing, went to school dancing, and went to bed dancing, and that kind of, like, made me the person that I am. So, yeah. So you hated dancing. We've established that. Yeah, sucked. <laughs> sucked. Couldn't, couldn't wait to get done with that. <laughs> We're going to circle back to dancing in about 10 seconds, but something you said reminded me of a question that I just have to ask you. So you grew up in Nevada. You ever see anything weird in the yes. skies out there? You ever see any? Yeah, you know, any of that UFO type stuff? Okay, well, there was one time where I was on a road trip to Mammoth, California. Okay. I, I really, uh, I went snowboarding a handful of times as a kid. And so we were going to Mammoth to snowboard. And you have to pass around Area 51, of course. You can't like, right. drive straight through it, but you kind of have to like go around it and there's it's weird going up to it feels very eerie and there's a lot of signs that are like stop now because right like for a hundred miles there won't be a gas station or anything like that and i remember as a kid i was like sitting in the back seat feeling that way not knowing where we were at all or like asking questions and i just remember seeing these weird orbs in the sky and being like that's so strange like where are we right now? And then when we got to Mammoth, I remember like all the, all the parents talking, being like, how weird was it driving through area 51? And like, I hadn't heard of that ever before. So when I put it together, I was like, Oh my God, aliens. Right. The only experience with aliens. Hey, that's an experience. (laughs) You got the orbs. You got to have the orbs. 
I had, of course, of course you have to. No, I asked that because years ago I was out in Vegas. I'm actually thinking about going back in the fall and I saw something very bizarre in the sky. Never forgot it. And it was around Area 51. So I'm very glad that you told that story. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I would not doubt for a second that there's a lot of strange stuff going on out in that desert. Right? Especially yeah. when there's a lot of government signs like, no, stop. Yeah. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, uh, yeah. If, if all the other things of being a kid won't make you weird, like growing up in the <laughs> desert, or anytime you can just drive out into the abyss, it's like, mm-hmm. it's, you get to spend a lot of time getting nice and weird. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, speaking of like dancing out in the desert, I'm looking at your resume and you have quite a bit of cachet in the dance world you you know you have credits like the weekend casey musgraves keith urban izzy azalea i mean i mean iggy azalea i mean it's crazy i mean everything from ballet to pop locking you can do it i've seen your videos (laughs) it's crazy insane how talented you are i mean I looked at some of your videos. I was just blown away. I'm like, how does a human being move like that? How do you get it so perfect? It's just, it's so impressive. I wanted you to know that. Oh, I really appreciate that. That's, that's a very nice compliment. And yeah, I, um, I, uh, like I said, I, I came out here to dance. So that was really my first, um, that was my first thing when I first moved to LA almost nine years ago. I was like, I'm moving to LA and I'm going to be a dancer. And then everything else happened along the way. But that's incredible. <laughs> that's where I started. Yeah. Do you, like, how many hours a day do you dedicate to that? Because clearly you're still on it. I mean, you're, you're incredible. So how much of your life is consumed and dedicated to that? You know, I would say it's like, 45% of my life is dance, 45% wow. of my life is acting, and then the other 10% is just, like, living life. Love that. And, yeah. <laughs> I love that. And so, yeah. I, I have to ask you, being such a talented dancer and actress, who are or were some of your biggest influences, whether it's growing up or now, oh, or yeah. both? You know, that's a really great question. I grew up my favorite movie as a kid was Chicago nice. and I feel like that pretty much says it all <laughs> like, <laughs> for better or for worse there were there were women it mm-hmm. was like hot there was mm-hmm. drama there were guns there was mm-hmm. like all this like glitz and glam there was lip shits dark... <laughs> yeah exactly we're like about to start breaking into songs yes. now <laughs> I pretty much feel it but but yeah, so I really was, a, even as a, as a kid, it's weird to say I was really attracted to like these sort of like, I think a lot of, I think a lot of kids do feel this way, but like I was sort of attracted to the like darkness in the, and also the way that the musical made me feel. Like yeah. it, it made me feel like powerful and very fiery. Yeah. And so, so that was, that was sort of like the first thing that kind of made me feel like, I want to perform for a living. Like I yeah. want, I want to be that don't want to like have to go to jail and like kill someone and like <laughs> to get famous. But right. like, I want, I want that for myself too. 
Um, so, so yeah, I think that was, that was sort of the like little kid version of me. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think now I, I really look to a lot of film that's around me. I love movies like Suspiria and, um, things that have elements that of movement as well as feeling and like, all the feelings so 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 yeah so if you're if you're let's say you're in your your happy space and a song comes on can you just do you just feel the music and start moving like is it like are you kind of on autopilot with that if that makes sense because it's pretty just incredible watching you do your thing so that's why i ask that because i could never move like that i'd be in the er so yes you could (laughs) promise you you could um it just there's actually this this has sort of related but also unrelated there's this technique of dance called gaga Mm -hmm. and it's like based that everyone has it's a israeli um modern based technique that is very popular um in israel but a lot of a lot of things are are taken and inspired by it and used in a lot of music videos for example um the weekend video that i did for sacrifice like yeah um one of their very famous uh Bacheva, which is a skagas gaga company uh one of their very famous pieces was inspired like inspired that whole uh dance sequence in in the video yeah. So um, it's taken to the States now. But the idea that everyone has their own individual groove um, and that everyone in their own body knows how to move already. And from there, wow. then you develop. So I do believe that like everyone can can dance. And, and I think like when there's music on, it's really hard not to move. <laughs> right. Um, and, and freestyle is is my favorite is my favorite thing ever. Yeah. I, I really love when I don't have any rules and I can just like be myself, which yeah. is, um, now I'm just going on tangent, but that was like when I first started acting and I realized that like in, in ballet class or in math class or whatever, like one plus one equals two, you right. do this to do that. And it equals this, but in freestyle, much like acting, like as long as you're getting to the place you need to go, you can get there however you want. And so that. that was what I was like obsessed with and still am and, and chase that feeling every day. Wow. Well said. And I appreciate your faith, by the way, in me dancing, even though I have no coordination whatsoever, I'm going to take that confidence and use it. <laughs> yeah, everyone has their, everyone has their own, own thing that is already living within them. It just, just like, it's just hasn't been seen yet. <laughs> there you go. I love that. You're such a positive person, Sarah. Thank you. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you sort of answered this question already, but I'm curious, what is your favorite genre of film? Oh, that's a that's a really interesting interesting question. Mm-hmm. I feel like I I don't know if I necessarily have a favorite, but I do really, 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 really love 80s coming of age movies. Love like, that. Oh, nice answer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is like probably in the top three movies ever for oh, me. Sarah, but you it's just. It's a very special movie. I am just applauding you over here in the air. <laughs> what a great choice. 
That's a good one, you know. What are, what are your other two? You have you have two more off the top of your head? Oh, man, I already mentioned um I already mentioned Suspiria or no right. not Suspiria, Chicago when mm-hmm. I was like talking about mine. So I gotta put that one in there for the little kid Sarah. Okay. But then also I love the movie Her. Oh that my god, wasn't that great? So good. I saw that in the theaters like over and over and over again. And I think that the like soundtrack um, is incredible. Me too. And just like the concept is, is insane. We're not far off either. It's so funny how that has mirrored so reality. And I remember this because I remember they sent me the SAG screener of that. Um, and I watched, I was mesmerized and I think like yourself, I think I watched it. I mean, four times that just that week, because I was so captivated by the concept, by the acting and how real that potential scenario could be. Yeah. You know, I think when I, when I first watched that movie, I remember thinking that there were concepts in it that I had never even like pondered before yeah, yeah. and that was why i felt like i had to watch it over and over again it's so it's stunning yeah it's it's beautiful well you have such good what a good top three i've never heard that combination <laughs> ferris bueller's chicago and her <laughs> phenomenal started out as a stand-up comedian and you know got into oh yeah that was my thing and sketch comedy and the whole deal and I loved what you said about you know sometimes comedy can just be for laughter's sake and you know what it's a gift to be able to bring that to somebody 
Yeah, it is. Especially when, you know, the world had just gone through this like crazy time Mm -hmm. and it was just like, let's just go to the theater to laugh. And that's, and that's all. Yeah, absolutely. It's really special. Um, yeah, that's that's really awesome. Thank you. Uh, where did you do stand up? Uh, now I'm going to interview you. No, well, thank you very much. I started off in the Philadelphia area and then moved to basically covered a lot of the East Coast, but primarily New York City. So I got to hit up a lot of the clubs. I actually studied. So cool. You'll find this funny. I have a degree in comedy, an actual accredited degree from the Humber School of Comedy, and that's all I did. <laughs> was stand-up, improv, like everything comedy-based, that was my thing. So thank you for answering. I absolutely love that. Well, (laughs) I love stand-up comedy. It's like, yeah. Sarah, you could totally do it. You could do it because I've seen your dancing. You could be hilarious with your physical comedy and your expression. I would lie if I hadn't thought about it. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to push you. Sometimes I make little notes in my phone like, Mm -hmm. what would be a funny bit? (laughs) Oh, totally do it. Someday. Totally do it. All you need to start is three minutes and just be joyous and you will kill it. I'm going to stay on you about this. (laughs) I'm not going to let this one drop. (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's good. I will be following up with you about this. <laughs> I'll uh, over and stand up. Yes. Right. Okay. You got it down because I'm writing it down for you in case. There we go. Got it right there. Uh, <laughs> so tell me, I'm watching. I didn't get to see this yet. And I actually really am going to see this movie because it looked really cool. I saw the Amityville Moon. And I see you getting dragged from under a bed, screaming oh, for your yeah. life. What, tell me about this movie. Oh, man. You know, <laughs> um, that was quite the movie. <laughs> um, yeah. Kind of had a crazy experience on it. Okay. Good um, or bad or in between? Definitely in between. Okay. Um, but you know what? I got to... I got to, like, do a lot of things in that movie I hadn't ever done before. I hadn't done any kind of, like, stunts like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I hadn't really, like, found my voice also in, like, the horror, like, community yet. Yeah. And this was, like, the first time that I really got to, like, be a character. And so I feel like watching watching it back and thinking about the experience, I definitely learned a lot. Okay. Um, And, yeah. So they they weren't – so you're saying – I, I I think you're being extremely kind, but I'm going to say some of the people may have been less than friendly behind the scenes. You know, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think that the crew, I think mm-hmm. that all the actors I worked with genuinely were really amazing. And yeah. I really did learn a lot from mm-hmm. them. Every time you step onto a set, you learn so much from your peers and the people around you that mm-hmm. you don't even like know that you're absorbing. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with anyone that was in the movie, but I yeah. did have a really hard time with this production company. I get it. And I probably wouldn't work with them again. That's, yeah. you know what? Thank you for that real answer. I think people can really connect with that. And I will tell you straight up, I have been on sets where people were, assholes and i will not go back and i and i've done 
voiceover work for one person in particular who was a complete asshole and I would never work with them again. So thank you for being real and giving that answer because people love that because they connect with that and they go, yeah, I, I had a bad experience in my life. So thank you for saying that. Yeah, I could I could talk much more about it, but <laughs> for the sake of time, I yeah. won't. <laughs> I'm going to have to ask yeah. you about that later off air. But, uh... <laughs> so, you are in this movie called That's a Rap, produced yes. by Neon Noir, who we all know. Being distributed. Yes, this... go ahead. End of the summer, beginning of the fall. How exciting is that? I'm so very excited. How exciting is that? You worked with one of my, literally one of my favorite human beings on the planet, Sarah French, one of my dear friends, and Joe Netter and Marcel Walls. So tell me about That's a Wrap before we get into your new project. Okay, sounds good. Um, I, I I love talking about That's a Wrap because <laughs> it was so freaking fun. And um, I was telling you this, I think, before uh, we got on the air, but this Neon Noir has a very special way of making every single person that they work with, everyone that is, like, there to do a job that day, they make them feel like family, and because of that, you come in and you do your best work. And so you have this whole group of people that, like, really wants to make something really cool. Yeah. And so that, like, I just have so much joy thinking about um, Joe and Marcel and Sarah. They're you know, just, you know, it's funny. Power trio. We're, we're not in the same room right now, but I can actually feel your smile as you're talking about it. That's phenomenal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they are so special. And uh, that's a wrap is, is awesome. Um, I get to play this kooky <laughs> girl named Lana and she, you know, I I read her and immediately I was like, this girl is so weird and so hilarious. Um, to me, she's a bit of like a goody two shoes. She's an actress that just really wants to make it. And um, she's surrounded by a lot of people that are much more mature than her. And so she ends up having a very funny and very interesting uh, character arc that I, I really enjoyed, like, getting to play with so yeah i i think that the movie is awesome it's very fun it's like the whole time is 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 a blast and it's 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 obviously extremely like you're not going to forget about it after you watch it that's all you have to say there's some of the like some of the things that are happening in that movie i've never seen before on in any other movie so so, oh yeah. my goodness, this is so exciting. Can't wait. That's a wrap. And uh, we're going to be talking about it more. I'll have to have you back on when it's actually released. We can talk even yeah. more about it. Yeah, I'm I'm so excited to be able to like see it. Um, I saw it at the, at the premiere that we had a few months after we wrapped. Um, and that was last summer. So, yeah. So what I loved is we went from the polar opposites. You went from an experience that was, let's say, less than great to over the moon great. And with people who are joyous and like to make you part of their family. And that is what this industry should be all about. It really is. 
Um, yeah. I am really excited. I know we can't talk, you know, worlds about it because it's just wrapped, but Garden of Eden, I know yeah. the basic premise about the Eden family and their devout yeah. Christians. And mm-hmm. then there's maybe like a little scavenger hunt. People find a key and they can have a wish granted. And then things, let's say, take a turn. And, yeah. and from what I'm seeing, and this is just me just riffing, but it's, I'm getting some midsummer vibes. I'm getting, Absolutely. you know, so tell me what you can about your experience on Garden of Eden and the basics of your character. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Ah, okay. Well, we wrapped literally less than a week ago. So yeah, she's I'm not lying. Still processing <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like what even just happened. Um, because I don't know. I don't even know what just happened. It was such a wild experience, but Yeah, can I yeah. cut you off for one second? When she says that, I can relate to that because sometimes you're given a part <laughs> and you're not there for every day of the shoot. So sometimes you're like, you, and sometimes you're only given certain scenes. And so sometimes you shoot something and you're like, wait a minute, what's this going to look like when this thing's all edited? I'm not sure what's even going on yet. You know, we shot, it's, it's, yeah, going off of that, we shot all of the like non-horror parts first. Right. So like people on set were making jokes like, oh, we're making a sweet lifetime movie, (laughs) you know, about this devout Christian family that's living in a beautiful home and they have these extravagant parties and all this stuff. And then it's week two, <laughs> and, then and then we're then we're killing people <laughs> like for real, and it's and it's a lot of killing, and it's a lot of like really crazy kills. So you'll definitely look I insane stuff. And, I, uh, I I love the, the contract. Team, yeah, the effects team was wild on this, and what they what they like made possible was insane so yeah that's good that's that's so exciting and yeah so yeah it, 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 all together now that I'm I'm processing it being you know a couple days after wrapping I just I just feel really grateful like I I had the the coolest character to like discover yeah and you know I get my character's name is Dominique and she gets brought into the Eden family um, only months before the beginning of the movie starts. Mm -hmm. So she's really figuring all of this out sort of in a way as the movie is unfolding. And that really allowed me to, as an actor to like go through an entire range of emotions and it's a really emotional movie and it's it's really going to make you feel things it has all of these different vignettes throughout it with yeah. different relationships that that are meant to trigger the audience in a way that you want that you don't know who to support and that there is a clear, obvious answer and that you want people to have their revenge. And it's it's 
it's wild. So that is, yeah, I, you know, when when Joe first sent me when Joe and Marcel first sent me the script, they were like, you know, just just read it with open with an open mind. Oh my god. Yeah, that's when you know you're in for a ride. <laughs> that's when you know you're in for a ride. And mm-hmm. it yeah, it really, really was awesome and it was cool to to uh again work with with all of these people and sarah french got to you know we got to be sisters in it and we play sort of the opposite character oh that's Uh, phenomenal so that was really fun so how much do you love sarah french how much do you love this girl (laughs) isn't she (laughs) she's just like a genuine like yes like just ray of sunshine just <laughs> like so yeah. joyous and just the kind of person you want to be around yeah and she mm-hmm. she never gets you know like when you're shooting like 12 hours a day for 14 days straight or whatever i mean i think there was like one day off or something two weeks straight you're shooting 12 hours a day and she's doing all of the production work Mm -hmm. with her team behind the fact and she came in like every single day with the biggest smile and like you know like that's that's amazing you know i never saw her once like get tired or frustrated or anything she's Mm -hmm. She's a pro. Well, you know what? I can tell why they cast you and why they keep using you because you are a joyous being as well. You really are. You radiate that energy. So it's not, it doesn't surprise me. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. But but yeah. And my, um, my two parents, um, Monique and Robert and their names and the scripter, Eloise and Mateo, um, are, two incredible actors just like done it all um you know you might know robert rustler from um the all of the movies that he's been in right right he really committed to to being this father figure um in his character and it made me every scene i had with him it made me want to pull up and it made me want to be like, I've got to do my best work because like I'm in the scene with Robert. Mm-hmm. So like, I have to make sure that I'm ready to do that. I get and it. When I have, yeah. yeah. In the best way. In like, in the yeah. Best way oh no, home. totally. You yeah. Know, you go home, you want to do your homework because you're like, I, I don't want to like, I, I want to make sure that I can stand next to him. You know, it's that like, I get, no, it's the pressure we have. Up. We don't want to mess up. I mean, we don't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, like, you know, like the way I can relate to it is like yeah. it, when I was a kid growing up dancing, I would always want to like stand next to like the best person in class as a little kid. Like if I could stand next to one of the older girls so that I could try to dance like them. Yeah. So it kind of felt like that in a way. And then with Monique, um, who plays my mom in it, we got to have a rehearsal and, and a meeting together. Um, at her house before we started filming and some of the insights that she gave me on her character were so profound and so valuable that it completely like changed the way that I thought about the entire film. So wow, just a lot of really good actors that really wanted to make this, like they wanted to make it something. And that's, 
yeah, that's what neon noir brings out of people, I think. Well said. And you encapsulated that so perfectly. And guess what? You didn't give away any damn plot points. You did that so beautifully. I always pull stuff out of Sarah, so don't worry. I always I'm like, Sarah, what can you tell me? So don't worry. She's not gonna be mad about anything. <laughs> yeah. You'll have, have to guess you'll have to guess what's going on by the yes. pictures. But what I, I do like so excited. <laughs> what I've seen, it's been beautiful because it's been this contrast of light and dark, and then you have these scenes where it's very sterile and very white, but then just blood everywhere which yes. makes it even more disturbing and gripping. Well, I think the thing that's that's unique about it is that the overall, the story, the film, the costumes, like everything is gorgeous. But the fact that you have this like gore on top of it, it adds this other, it adds this other level of beauty to it. Yeah. Um, and it's like the gore is almost beautiful. I get it. it. Yeah. So it's, it's like, you know, not when it's not supposed to be, but there are scenes where it's like, wow, that's gorgeous. That's disgusting, but it's gorgeous. <laughs> no, I totally know what you're saying. I really do. <laughs> I am so yeah. excited for this movie. I can't wait I until it's released. I'm sure you'll all go to a special premiere when all the post is done and yeah. it's going to be. And again, I have to bring you back and we're going to talk some Garden of Eden. Sounds good. <laughs> All right. That's awesome. <laughs> and we love you, Sarah. Joey, you're the man. Marcel, big shout out. Oh, yeah. That, that, yeah. Name a better trio. There you yeah. go. And now you're, now you're part of the family. So there we go. Happy to be. <laughs> so let me ask you something. Um, what is a dream role for you and who is somebody you would just love to work with? Oh, okay. Hmm. Um, good question. I definitely think a dream role for me would be a role that I could dance and act in. Mm -hmm. Um, Shocker. Like Chicago, <laughs> another remake of Chicago, right there. Yeah, we need another remake for me. <laughs> yeah, but I think I think more um, more realistically, something that does play with like darker themes. All and, right. Um, yeah. So that's sort of like a that that would be a that would be a dream. I yeah. I want that for for me and I feel like getting closer and closer and you know like adding adding the two and and without even like really talking too much more about like Garden of Eden um there was like a impromptu well there was a choreographed dance scene I was going to ask you if you had a dance which, scene yeah, oh wonderful do. but then there was like another impromptu just like in the moment like let we have to get this we have to get this right now for for the movie and so moments like that where i can like bring together all of the elements of myself which sounds crazy but like uh, that's that's the best like what who wouldn't who wouldn't want to just be themselves and put it on out there so yeah that's that would be like my my dream is something extremely creative and artistic and dancing and movement and a whole lot of acting a lot of feelings and yeah and as far as like who i would want to work with ugh, that's such oh, a yeah. hard question because it is 
just want to work with everyone. I just want to like do as much and work with as many people as I possibly can. So I don't know. Fair answer. It doesn't at all. That's a fair answer. (laughs) I get it. That was actually, you said that beautifully. So good answer. (laughs) So what does Sarah do on her time off? What do you do on your day off? What does that look like for you? I don't know if you have a day off, but if you do, what do you do? Man, um, well, uh, I hang out in LA. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like, uh, I live in Los Feliz uh, with my boyfriend and my dog. And uh, we just, we cook a lot of food and we go on a lot of walks to a lot of crazy places. Like to try a lot of interesting foods. And yeah. All right, so two questions for yeah. Go ahead. No, please continue. Living. Just live. No. You mentioned food. (laughs) You mentioned food. What kind of food are we cooking there? What's your favorite? You know, um, we've been making a lot of steak recently. All right, very good answer. I always loved to make steak, but um, but the. The recipe keeps getting improved more and more. Sarah, Sarah, guess what I had tonight on the barbecue for dinner? Steak (laughs) with a coffee rub on it. So that's a good time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So you couldn't get a better answer in my book than that right there. (laughs) Now you mentioned. Yeah, go ahead. So good. It's always good. You mentioned uh, hiking, too. Now, Sarah, I'm always teasing her. She goes on these crazy hikes with snakes and coyotes, and it's like she's the Pied Piper, because every time she sends me a video, there's a freaking snake or a coyote or a Bigfoot or a bear in the video. Do you go on these kind of hikes in the hills? Yeah, do you do... do Yeah, go ahead. I have been living, like... (laughs) pretty much in Griffith Park for, for the past few years. Yeah. And I moved like right before the pandemic, which was actually kind of a blessing because that I moved to Griffith Park during that time because I I never really was like that into hiking for whatever reason until it was literally my backyard. And now I go like multiple times a week and bring my dog with me. And yeah, sometimes we, we definitely see coyotes. We don't like them. We yell at them. Because Good for I don't you. Want my dog should get eaten. No, we don't. <laughs> we do not animals, want that. But, but I don't want. It. <laughs> it's a protective thing. Totally <laughs> like, understandable. Yeah, crazy things like yeah, snakes and sometimes even uh, in Griffith we'll see like horses. Like just like people, someone will just be some you know some like person will be just like riding bareback. <laughs> of course. Horse, and I'm just like I love it here. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm yeah. so in my element. Yeah, I love love seeing the crazy things, but... Do you go up to the observatory? That was my favorite part of going to L.A. was Griffith Observatory. Absolutely breathtaking. Yeah, I I live, like, pretty much walking distance. Oh, wow. So, so yeah, I I really like going up there and it's it's nice too like recently instead of like you know meeting someone for a drink or a lunch or yeah. whatever like i've been meeting people like have coffee and go on uh go on a hike and so it's it's sort of just become like this like almost like second home you you are in a great area i know exactly where you are now because yes, i remember I that really, that's beautiful really lucky. <laughs> yeah. 
You deserve it. <laughs> well, you know, it's like I feel like I've lived in so many different neighbor neighborhoods mm-hmm. in LA and Los Feliz, like Griffith Park area, is just it just like feels like it feels like home to me. It's my second apartment over here and yeah. Just just really yeah, it's it's in my opinion, it's my favorite. I love Los Feliz. There's so much good food and like good movie theaters and adorable thrift shops and it's oh, you speak you're speaking my language it's in the element yeah <laughs> yes to me it's this is this is my favorite part of LA. i love that well said you encapsulate things so well <laughs> <laughs> so sarah i ask everybody this question and if you haven't it's okay but i still have to ask it's a little out of left field but have you ever had a paranormal experience? Anything you could not explain? I know you gave me a great U- UFO story, but yeah, I do. I oh, do. then please continue. Yeah, I have. I have a very. I have. I've got a good one. Okay, please tell. So, um, my grandma, my grandma Jackie, um, very cool lady. Uh, she was very in touch with relatives that had passed on. Like it was just very common to talk to her and for her to like tell you like, Oh yeah, I was talking to my mom last night or I was, you know, I was talking to like my great aunt, whatever. Like she was always talking to the dead always. Um, and it was just one of those things where we were like, oh, okay, grandma, <laughs> like, yeah. you're crazy. Like we all know you grow pot in the backyard, grandma. <laughs> here. And so, but, but yeah. And she, she, she loved it. She never felt scared by it. She was always like very welcoming of, of anything paranormal like that. And, you know, it's talking back about the aliens. She would always like talk about orbs in yeah. photos, which is, which is of course also a, a light flash, but I think that there can sometimes be relevance sure. of when something sure. Absolutely. shows up in your life and, Absolutely. and what you're thinking about. But um, once I was sleeping over at her house and she had just made this, like just turned her guest room around and put all these pictures up of, she made like a whole wall of um, like family photos, some of people that were still alive and some that weren't. And um, there was one photo in the middle of the whole wall that was like, just sort of almost looked like a classic portrait of my um, grandpa's mom. Um, we were not blood related, but okay, um, right. she, like had heard about her and there was just a very classic portrait. It almost looked like a painting, but it wasn't. Um, and yeah. And I remember I slept over at my grandma's house one night and classic. It was, I woke up in the middle of the night freezing. The fan was like going so fast off the, like off the track. And I got up and I turned off the fan and went back to bed, woke up like a little bit later. Same thing. Fan is on again, going off like crazy. And, um, I get up to turn it off and lay back in bed, except for like that time I felt when I got back in bed, like I, I felt so cold and like wow. freezing and I couldn't go back to sleep. And so I was just like staring and felt very heavy and cold. And I was just like staring at this wall of photos that were, that was <laughs> just put up. And, yeah. um, and I 
swear the photo in the middle the picture of my uh the portrait of my grandpa's mom it just like as if she was looking sideways like just turned her head out and looked like directly at me and she would like look forward and then look back at me and look forward and back at me it almost seemed like she was like trying to say something right and like in that moment i was so freaked out and like felt like i couldn't move and and eventually like don't even know what happened fell back asleep and I talked to my grandma the next day and I was like grandma like what is wrong with the photo right <laughs> in the middle of, of your of your wall and she was like oh yeah that's so and so she's been trying to talk to you like she tells me she wants oh, to talk to you all the time like I'm not surprised that she wanted to talk to you last night wow my god like what the hell like no one's gonna (laughs) believe me and so i didn't tell anyone about it but here's the weirdest freaking part about all of this is a few months later um we're having like a family gathering for christmas eve and my little cousin brie who's a couple years younger than me like came up to me and was like hadn't talked about anything she came up to me and was like hey have you slept over at grandma's house recently and i was like yeah like a few months ago why and she was like did you sleep in the new guest room and did that lady that was a portrait try to talk to you in the middle what and i was like i have chills right now i do too remembering it so clearly and we were just like yeah ghosts are real ghosts are 100 real my god there's there's not even a question in my mind otherwise after having that experience and 100 percent one so that's my ghost story sarah that was not just a story that was a kick-ass story i am so happy i asked you that question (laughs) i do paranormal investigation that's why i ask so everybody oh i'll have some stories for you to share i (laughs) i will share some creepy stuff with you Um, i love that (laughs) So what is next in the life of Sarah? What is going on? You know, mm-hmm. um, just, you know, back at it after this, after mm-hmm. this movie's wrapped, you know, mm-hmm. started back auditioning again. And um, I dance for this um, company called The Lalas. Mm-hmm. It's a, um, like, really badass burlesque company um we tour all over really all over the place uh all over the u.s but really all over the world Um, that's amazing has been around for a long time um i've been with the company for a couple years but over the summer we've got shows really all over the place we're doing like up the west coast and then up the east coast later in the summer so oh my god getting ready for that soon and yeah Hopefully a lot more. Sarah Palednak, you are a joy. Do you have any vacation coming on this this summer? You you taking a little vacation somewhere? <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, maybe we'll see. We'll see something. <laughs> hopefully, just don't take any crazy hikes with Bigfoot and coyotes or anything. All right. Good. Gotta stay away from those coyotes. <laughs> now, where can people get a hold of you? Where can people find you if you want to be found? Yeah, absolutely. Come find me. Um, (laughs) Definitely. My favorite way to connect with people is Instagram. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's just my handle is at Sarah Blednack. 
Sarah with an H, and Pulednak is P-O-L-E-D-N-A-K. I can say that so fast because I've been saying it my whole life every time people <laughs> ask me my name. <laughs> I can say it a lot faster. <laughs> anyway, so, yeah. Um, Instagram is a great way to connect. I have all the social media, but that one's my favorite because I feel like I can really, like, showcase you know, and curate like myself as an artist, except for like in digital form. So yeah. that's a good place to reach. Yeah. And, and do not harass her. Just, just message and be like, Hey, loved <laughs> your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Don't bother her. Cause she'll kick your ass. Ladies don't and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've seen your moves. You can whoop ass Sarah. So nobody's going to bother you. Okay. <laughs> That's that's one more thing I I think we need to add to the mix. You need to do this badass action you oh, know movie. Yeah. You'd oh, be so yeah. good. Oh, like Charlie's Angel type thing. A dream. A dream. Last yeah. summer I got to I got to be in this project where I turned from like a supervillain into a cheetah monster. Oh my I god. Got to, like do all this but yeah. That was pretty that that really sparked a, a fire of like yeah, it's time to Time to get some like creature. Yeah. Turn into other things. <laughs> Wait, what's that called? So people can look out for that. What is that? Yeah, it's um, Krypton Epic. It's okay. um, definitely something that's also in my bio on my Instagram. So okay. you can watch the whole thing. Um, but yeah, produced and directed and written by Max Landis and. I like to share it because, again, my character is a kooky lady and <laughs> a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> Sarah, you. You, you're so awesome. Would you please come back and talk oh about God, all your projects? <laughs> all right, I have you on record. Okay, she's coming back. Sounds good. <laughs> I'm Sounds going to ask you to hold on just so I can thank you in person for doing oh. this. <laughs> But for Sarah Polednak, this is Brian Hobson. We will see you next week.